0: Grandparenting in the 2020s is certainly an interesting adventure. I am a first time grandmother. My grandson was born October 20th, 2020. The best part of the pandemic was his birth. I met him 11 days later. I didn't ask my daughter if I could meet him, I waited for her to ask me. Then I found out some of her friends had met him first. And I was thinking, hmm, I feel like chop liver. So getting through being a first-time grandma has not been as seamless as some people would think. So this podcast is gonna be probably a little disturbing. And maybe kind of funny as I start to document my interactions with my daughter now, 16 months later. My daughter is a very energetic, passionate, but really also annoying person. Being around her, you will be doing absolutely nothing, and she is jumping down your throat. Now, this is not the only daughter-mother relationship that's probably like this, but I am partly doing the podcast as a warning for those of you who are out there like, I really want to be a grandma or a grandpa. The same thing happens when people want to be parents. I always say, be careful what you wish for because it's a lot harder than most people might think it is. So I'm gonna just give a little background here and then have some more, have some episodes. This is my first one, so I'm not really sure how we do this. So my daughter had a baby boy, but when she had the baby boy, she had what you would call a baby daddy. They were engaged. I used the word were, that's another story, but she was still married to her green card husband, someone she dated. They had a relationship. He was from a country that he needed to stay in America to make money and send back. And they were good friends. The relationship didn't work out after the marriage, but she wasn't pregnant. I figured she would wait until he got some sort of documentation and then get divorced. As, as I speak, I don't know if they're divorced yet. Everything was done except one thing. There was a piece of paper that had to get sent in to be filed. I mean, everything's officially signed. And here she is with a 16-month-old son. When, right before the baby was born is when they filed for divorce because she waited for him to get a permanent green card. So my identity is not going to be known on this because of this stuff going on. My grandson is really a doll baby. And I feel for him because it's very chaotic what's going on. My daughter is a marketing person and she makes a very good living. She keeps choosing people to be with who don't. Make a good living. This would include the green card husband and the baby daddy. For some reason, she only had one person in her life that was a steady, constant kind of companion. But he, she met him at Burning Man. And he's closer to my age. He's in his 60s. And she is 36. 36. She met him, I think, three or four years ago. i have to get thinking about that. And he was a hot match for her. He had been married twice and has two children who are still quite young, and he did not want to get married and have kids, and she wanted kids. So she continued to see him occasionally. He would come to New New York, or she would fly to Colorado where he was, but she never met his kids. He didn't want... her. them to know that he was seeing anyone type thing. At one point, she was saying she was going to move to to Denver to be closer to him. That wasn't his town. And I'm like, why? He doesn't want to do what you want. So she abandoned that, even though she would occasionally see him. Now, as she was seeing him, she was developing this relationship with the baby daddy. And so now she defines herself as polyamorous. Except, there was only one time when the baby daddy went out on sort of a date and came back later than he said, and she completely freaked out and was actually left him in a town without bringing him to a place where we were meeting for vacation. She rented a car and left him there, and he couldn't drive because he didn't have his license anymore. So I, stupidly, now that I look back, said, well, why not? I think he should still come to the vacation because I invited him, and he came in a bus. And after a day or a little bit of a time, they worked it out to some degree. So this is just the beginning of me trying to untangle, unpack, whatever, what it's like to be a grandma with this type of situation. When I visit... My daughter, she has a place upstate and an apartment in New York. I come up, and I really come up to try to be of assistance, and also to visit my grandson. But I will just give you a slight taste of what that can turn out to be. At this point, my daughter and her baby daddy are kind of separated, though they still see each other a little bit. He's unemployed, as after the pandemic, during the the pandemic, he lost his job. Then he got all this unemployment for a while and he was supposed to be helping with this house thing up here. So I would come up to visit my grandson and give him time while she was working at home, give him time to do projects. But he would simply sit there and most of the time he would be smoking pot. And I would be saying, I'm here to watch the baby so you can do these projects. And the projects were pretty extensive. They bought a property with a house and a cottage. The cottage was completely unusable and they put money into it to make it an Airbnb. That's done. It's super successful. However, the worst part is that there were many things that this baby daddy could have done and didn't do. So they had to be hired. Instead of building a piece of furniture that he promised to build, he did build some, but there would be something extra. And she would have to say, either you do it by this day or I buy it. So here I am witnessing this stuff with the pot smoker baby daddy and my really high-powered daughter. And it has been more than a challenge. Now he's not here. So this morning, I'm here. She has to go somewhere to have some meetings, not work-related. But she's going to work in a cafe and go to these couple meetings during the day. And she's going to take my grandson to daycare. And he was a little bit sick when she got him up. She wasn't sure what to do. I said, well, this is not really a problem because I'm here. You can cancel the things you have to do or you can do the things you have to do in person and even go to the cafe to work if you want and I can watch him. And the vitriol that spewed in my direction about I'm judging her and I'm not even thinking anything. I'm sitting there trying to problem solve or be somebody who's supportive The last thing I did was make her a cup of She Drinks Dandy blend. And the way she talked to me, I wanted to throw it on her. But I'm not a violent person. And this adventure is sometimes turning into far too interesting. (laughs) May you live an interesting life is a curse. So this is the end of my first episode. And I'm sure... You have many questions, and I will go back and record more about this, and I'm hoping that Grammys everywhere will get a taste of what this could be like.